Hey there, it's Molly Cox with SA2020 here along with Kieran Corbains, also with SA2020. And this is The Story Goes, a collaborative podcast between SA2020 and KLRN, your local public television station. Every time I do it that way, and every time it makes me giggle, and it's just silliness. Um, We are coming to you live from our darkened closet, and it's exciting. We are here with Selena Benya. Selena um, is officially... We'll say officially with Lift Fund, right? Um, and you are here, however, in your capacity today as the co-chair of San Antonio's census count. That's correct. I'm like, you know, that's kind of a major deal to be a co-chair. We're going to talk a little bit more about the census as well. The story goes is a an opportunity for us to give you sort of an overarching, better story or more filled out story of a topic. Things that are going on in San Antonio where you maybe heard a tiny bit or you know a little bit or here's a nugget. And then we bring in the people who know more and can tell you all the things. And Selena's that person today. Oh, dear. You are all the right. person who knows more. <laughs> Um, Yay. Selena, tell, so the, first of all, 2020 is a big year. Yeah. I mean, there's elections happening. Mm-hmm. We've been thinking about it for a hot minute over at SA 2020. We've been trying to. Yeah, you know, it's the start Get of... Some an, ideas. <laughs> right, maybe a couple. There's the start of the new decade, um, and the census happens, mm-hmm. as it happens every single start decade. of the decade. Right. Um And this year, particularly, the census has been in the news, it has been... Sort of like we know that it exists. I keep saying out loud, like, I know I filled out the census probably 10 years ago and I don't remember doing it. Right. Right. Because it happened. Like, I don't know why. Well, think about how old you were then. I know. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't, not, don't. not, not to, not to talk about exactly. age, however. <laughs> Pour one out no, for my it's youth. not something we do daily. No, exactly. Well. So I let's start first with the idea that um, there's a census count committee mm-hmm. you're, that you're a co-chair of. You're volunteering your time. Right. How did you even get involved in this? Right. Well, in terms of, you know, the call to to care and to action for the complete count, um, which is the official name, um, City of San Antonio, Bear County, um, complete count census committee. Um, it really was a sense of this is going on and we need some leadership as it relates to understanding the importance of the census. And, you know, I thought about it. I'm like, wow, this is really geeky. Um, (laughs) But more importantly, I use this every day in my work. Um, And there are so many people who use the census to guide them on important policies and thoughts, um, anywhere from education to transportation to commerce, as it relates to what success looks like. And so when they said, hey, we have this group that's going to focus on closing the gap and making sure we're successful as a, a city and a county, I said, count me in. Nice. I like that you used the complete counts tagline as well, Mm -hmm. count me in, Mm -hmm. um, which is where we're at. So let's talk very specifically about the census then. Um, I appreciate also that you said call to care and call to action. Right. So exactly. Speaking more about the census, why should we all care about it? Oof. Well, (laughs) hold on. She's going to scroll of this. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, overwhelm everyone. But when I start thinking about the census, which is daily, I actually start sometimes hyperventilating because of the importance of it. Mm. And it starts right when you walk outside your door um, from the street and sidewalk that's there um, to the school that's right around the corner um, to the healthcare clinic. Um, to the highways we jump on 
all of that plays a key role because federal dollars are eventually attached um, to the programming and the work that we do as a city to make sure we run right successfully. Um, and so when we think about why someone should care, it's the mother who is signing up for maybe um, early child care um, to the mother who or father who's getting ready to get someone signed up for a community college. Mm. And it also plays a key role in how HEB thinks where they're going to land their next door um, from a commerce perspective and what um, health clinics are going to be in certain places as well. So from that one-on-one to that neighborhood to me to that city to me, it all plays a role. Um, And we, as I mentioned, care or should care is by helping not only our next-door neighbors, right, um, but those all around us as a community um, to be counted. The idea around counting, right, is sort of um, like the census has sort of a long history of figuring out what our districts look like and our representation. And then we move into, you just mentioned, where HEB puts their stores, right? right? Um, The SA 2020 uses census data to show us where we stand on our community vision. Right. Um, Right. We use that. The food bank uses it in order to figure out where we may need to be put pro- putting programs and services. Um, when we think about the census, too, it's like what it's just like a hey, you need my information. Right. And there's also a sense of, I think, uh, particularly over the last few years, the sense of tension between sort of government transparency and trust. And I think I'm interested then that if we've created this complete count committee, mm-hmm. um, as they called you to care and called you to act, was it also to help sort of get people to understand the not only the importance of the census itself, but why someone should actually get counted and opt in? Right. Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of that that tension, right, when we think about successful campaigns, whether that be um, recruitment for, um, you know, the local school, it usually starts with people you know, um, and it leads to you know that funnel of bigger ne- of big right. So the government is big, um, and when we look at what our work is to do, it's really to ensure that we meet what we did in 2010 from a census count. And so, as San Antonio and Bear County, the goal is really to make sure we have about 500,000 that are. Um, a population within the city and the county that are considered a hard to count. Now, no one likes to be called hard to count. Um, However, um, this means additional resources need to get into the community to make sure we count um, the homeless population, Mm -hmm. the the veteran population. So under um, five in households as well is a huge importance as well for us. And so when we when we think about that trust and, and really the potential of people not wanting to take action, not wanting to be counted, um, we have 53 partners and organizations within the complete count that are helping us bridge and grow that trust um, specifically for these populations. And so I'm not doing it alone, right? There's a a whole army um, really that cares about making sure we reach these populations as well. Yeah, and to be sure, right, we're talking about um, the the tension very specifically is the fact that 
uh, specific populations and large parts of our community have historically not trusted government, totally, right? Totally, for good yeah. reason. Yeah. Um, and therefore, then the census is the government asking for demographic information or it's asking for things that ultimately also know will have a very real impact on our life and how we, um, even the outcomes of our life, right? Totally. I'm, I'm also thinking then, because we know this happens at the start of every decade, we're now it's 10 years later, mm -hmm. right? And it's happening again. What are the ways in which um, the strategies to reach folks who are, let, we're, I know we're in, we're in the tiny dark mm -hmm. room using hard to count in, um, <laughs> air, quotes, in yeah. air quotes, right? <laughs> what, how have those strategies shifted um, when there's been hard to count populations um, since I would imagine since the census has existed? Right. I, I mean, it, in terms of the first thing you would take is what has been done prior. So we never start from scratch right. um, because then, you know, we'd all have insanity upon us. Right, right. So that's important to recognize. So the 2010 Complete Count actually did some really great work as it relates to connecting CPS and and VIA and SAWS into creating campaigns around, hey, customers, trust here we go, we need to be counted so we make sure that, you know, all of our pipelines are working or all the buses are working. And so having messages like that are important and they will continue into 2020. Mm -hmm. This, this um, special committee, as it relates to the work that they've done, we have a strong ISD um, structure that has um, been led by um, several folks that you may know, CODA uh, Garza um, is one of our co-chairs. Um, Juani is also, Torres is also a co-chair. And really looking at how we create toolkits and replicate along our copious ISDs, yeah, uh, independent school districts, school districts yeah, right, right. to make sure that there's a strategy that's uniform to reach families. Okay. So as partners, we can't help you check off the boxes, right? But we can provide you, as you may have heard, that this is going to be an online count for the first time. Mm -hmm. So those are tablets. Those are access to Wi-Fi. You saw SAISD actually giving out students, you know, hotspot cards. Right, right. And so how do we bridge really is the digital divide potentially that sure. we're going to see as it relates to the census as well. So, you know, again, evolution of, right, means that there are new strategies that the census are also using that we're super concerned about as it relates to connectivity. Okay. Yeah. Which is so important that we oftentimes in this podcast are referring to how policies and programs that are led by institutions, in this case, government, are partnering with other sectors like mm -hmm. nonprofits or with the corporate sector mm -hmm. to figure out how to remove those barriers to participation, um, to increase that, totally. to reach folks and mm -hmm. make sure that folks are able to fulfill that call to care and call to action um, if they want to, if they choose to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm... Um I'm curious then, right, like, uh, as we're moving into the census space, can you give us, what what does the timeline look like? Yeah. Does it, like, yeah, that's as a great a, question. Yeah, we're no. doing it right now. <laughs> when do we do it? Yeah, so. <laughs> somebody going to come to my house? How does it work? Yeah, that's a, you know, there are a lot of folks um, that have raised red flags as it relates to the trust issue, but it's also because we live in such a hyper-digital and, and I hate to even scare folks on listening to this, but scam-related yeah. activity. Yeah. Right. Um, right. Folks right. need to be vigilant. Um, as folks um, in December, we actually had folks, meaning the census had counters of um, 
you know, houses and offices really just to make sure they've got to touch it, right? Everything's digital, but at the same time, you've got to have some field work. And basically that's what the census has been doing. Okay. Um, But they will always be willing to share their badge. Um, They will always be willing to give you a card that you could follow up with if you still doubt. So for those um, who are are there organizations or leaders, like letting folks know that you can ask. Um, But census workers will never ask you for your social security, your income, things like that, that you would think, why would you want to know, right? Mm -hmm. So that's important just from a a trust perspective. But as it relates to timing, um, what will start happening is there will be mail drops in the middle of March. Okay. Um, So that's really when people start getting noticed. Um, The official day is not an April Fool's joke. It is April 1st of 2020. Um, But again, more work is being done prior to that. Okay. And then you have the opportunity, the census will be asking you to go online and complete an actual questionnaire. That questionnaire is two pages for that first person, but that first question that a person gets is how many people are in your household? And you would wonder, like, that's an easy question, right? But they are very specific. And once you get there, you're then going to fill out to your question about demographic information um, as it relates to being counted. And then there's an attachment to each person that you've claimed in that household. So it could take anywhere, if I'm a single, to being really quickly to having a family of four that could take a couple of minutes as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then after that April, what will happen is another drop. So we're going to keep reminding you the census, the official census bureau is actually going to keep keep reminding you. And if not, then we will, the census, not us, will actually have um, block walkers. Okay. And we'll take it personal and face to face in the summer. Is the intention then that every person in San Antonio and Bear County ultimately fills this out? Like, is that what we're hoping for? So it's not every everyone. Ideally, we get a good number, but okay. in terms of the realistic approach is, and the census has some really get great information as it relates to, um, you know, the the notices and the information being shared. So as I mentioned, when we when we think about the populations that are being left out, it's super important for us to understand. It's a percentage of population. Right, okay. that then helps us. And as you all know, there's more work that the census does post twenty uh, every ten years as yeah. it relates to ACS, right. American Community Survey, and also the Business Survey. From what I what we understand, right, Selena, and even hearing you speak, is that the stakes are really high for this, right? And I um, something I'm seeing in all of the communication around the complete count committee is just a one percent um, reduction yeah, yeah. in the count in our state could yeah. lead to a loss of three hundred million dollars in federal funding, right? A year, a, a year for ten years. Okay, yeah. My question <laughs> then to you oh my is: God, that math is real bad. It is, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm. We oftentimes also in this space are are really curious about leadership and leadership progress and development. So my question then to you is, as the co-chair for Mm -hmm. this work that is the stakes are so high for it, what has prepared you in your own leadership career to take Mm -hmm. this on? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Kieran's like, hey, how are you going to make it so we don't lose $300 million? (laughs) You're you're solely responsible for this, right? (laughs) This is when Baby Yoda starts kind of flying around for me, right? In terms of, I need the Mandalorian to close the deal. I mean, but really, it's like, you said yes to this, right? And it's clear that you have such conviction for it. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, you know, the other day, 
uh, we were presenting to council, and and I was very serious. I hyperventilate about this because oh. it's so important. Yeah. yeah, and that's okay because it means yeah. stakes you feel are the high. Responsibility, yeah. Um, but I'm not alone. Right. And I think really in terms of just, you know, the pathway of service has always started from the home with me and just being able to say how and where can we leverage, you know, the skill set that I'm committed to, to making sure it helps more people. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, through the pathway of um, the city of San Antonio, Methodist Healthcare Ministries and, and La Fund, really been able to hone in on my, my commitment, right, not only to San Antonio, but to other cities and saying, how can we make sure that we are creating a, a leveling field, right, where everyone can be counted? And this is part of it um, at the end of the day. And seriously, our the federal dollars we draw down, whether we're a city, a county, a region, or a state, is is so important um, on so many levels, not only for those that are marginalized, but even for those of us who thrive. Right. Um, and that's really when we think about, you know, the boat that floats, right? All of them, hopefully, we all rise together. Sure. And so in terms of just, you know, I'm a project manager when I sleep, when I eat. And so <laughs> the poor team has had to deal with my, okay, let's Gantt chart this out. And they're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, you're a nonprofit. You're not supposed to do that. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's helped too, just having that skill set. But really the passion is to just be able to give people the tools to be leaders within all of the committee work that we do um, and test those. I mean, it's really not a test. It's actually go live. Um, We're not, there's no UA testing happening here. Um, But we've had so many people step up to the plate as it relates to just saying, I'm in, how do I help? And you have to be ready for that answer. Yeah. Right. Though, too. Right, right. You have to actually say, here's how you can. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are absolutely not alone, um, even in this room with us here as well as our listeners, which then brings us to what is your call to care and action for mm-hmm. folks who are listening today? Um, and what do you want them to know about the census? Yeah, I mean, I think if you're a provider and you're thinking how, whether you're a provider of food, of um you know, of professional services, of nonprofit service, you know, everyone can play a role in just sharing, hey, count, be counted, count us in, um, count me in, um, whether you're an employer, self-employed. And so you can actually visit the census um, website. They actually have partner information, such as a one pager you could put in your uh, mess hall. Um, or in your e-blast that you're sending to your donors or your clients, right, as it relates to um, outreach. Outreach, outreach, outreach from trusted people and organizations is super critical. Because if people have questions, who they're going to go to? They either don't ask, which is typically what happens, and we don't want that to happen, or they connect to an organization that's helping them. Central Med has played a really key role as well as it relates to the marginalized population from an elder perspective, but also from a youth perspective. And you can go to essaybearcountmein.org for local information that the team, both Dwayne Robinson from the county and Berta Rodriguez from the city, have really been just honing in on getting everyone cued into. Okay, perfect. I I appreciate that you sort of uh, stepped up. Thanks. For this, yeah. I there's like space around our community all the time where we ask people to sort of like, hey, jump in and see if you can do it, whether it's board service or on a commission totally. or whatever. And I think in this particular one, is it's like such a major year and such a big challenge, it's cool that you did it. Thanks. Particularly since you, 
Now you have other stuff you could be doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever, like life, generally. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I appreciate that, too. Um, the So somebody listening to this particular podcast is probably going to be like, yeah, of course I'll fill it out when it comes to my house. Sure. Um, I'm an individual. I don't work in an organization. I want to talk to my neighbors. Yeah. What do you, should I go knock on their door and say, hey, did you get your census thing and you should fill it out? Yeah. I mean, any kind of advocacy... Um, you know, we don't want to be invasive, but we do want to be like, this matters to each of us. It not only matters us to today, it matters tomorrow, right? And so once we're gone, right, it's really about building, as I mentioned earlier, we're not starting from scratch. Everything starts with a foundation. And so 2020 will serve as a 2030 foundation. And we've got to already be thinking that way too. I love that so much. Uh, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having us. us. Um, we, of course, will have everything that you need to know about the census um, linked on klrn.org slash the story goes. Um, and when it drops in the mail in March, get ready to fill it out yeah. on April Fool's Day. Yeah, That's Boom. the best way to do it. <laughs> it's not a joke. It's not a joke. No do jokes. It. <laughs> no jokes, just census. <laughs> thank you, ladies. I appreciate we it. We appreciate you.